Welcome back to the Angie and Mike show. Mike here. And yeah, I'm ranting a little bit today. I know it's a Friday. I know we're supposed to feel better about the world and life because we made it to the weekend. And some places like here in the Northeast and Wilmington, Delaware, we're finally getting spring-like weather. And I'm worried about my friends in Denver who are facing some possible record snowfall. And Wyoming, too. I'm worried about you kids, too. Uh, But we're supposed to be all happy and all this stuff and uh, celebrating the weekend. And some places are actually going to be having their St. Patrick's Day events this weekend, even though pandemic restrictions are still going to tamp down a little bit. But, you know, it's a weekend and we should be having a little fun. But I'm upset about what's going on in our world and our government and our politics Yesterday, the president spoke last night. Was it live? Really, was it live? There was a whole lot of speculation on social media that uh, the president was on tape, that it was too perfectly timed because it started right after eight and then it ended just in time for uh, Fox to air Hell's Kitchen. And it's almost as if they knew the exact timing on this because the primetime schedules all shifted. So Biden's speech was perfectly timed. He's not that disciplined. I'm just saying. Was it live? I don't know. A few things in the speech really bothered me, really ticked me off. And I said it earlier, uh, Joe Biden spreading lies and taking credit for things that he shouldn't get credit for. I'm going to go back to this because I really think this was unfair of Joe Biden to be spreading lies, mistruths about how this virus was handled. A year ago, we're hit with a virus that was met with silence. No, it wasn't. China tried to silence the World Health Organization and asked for them to delay the announcement of the pandemic. We now know that. That's where the silence came from, not from the Trump administration. In fact, the Trump administration jumped and banned travel from China. Meanwhile, Democrats were impeaching Donald Trump. And spread unchecked denials for days, weeks, then months. No, no, no. Now, viruses do spread, especially when they're very, very contagious like this one. And even when you do lockdowns versus wide open, the virus will spread because viruses, they don't respect doors. And they barely respect masks, which we know, you know, a year ago, Fauci was kind of down on masks. He wasn't a big fan. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better and it might even block a a droplet but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is yeah that was a year ago that was dr fauci that's when we had the pandemic announcement so biden's lying about this absolutely lying about it yeah and he said more no one could have imagined what we were about to go through but now we're coming through it. So wait a minute. Initially, you're saying that this pandemic was met with silence and then bad information. But now you're saying no one could have imagined 
what we're about to go through. So if no one could have imagined it, how can you be upset by it? That's what I'd like to know. I really would like to know that. I'm not happy that uh, the president kind of tried to take credit for the vaccines. Two months ago, the country, this country didn't have nearly enough vaccine supply to vaccinate all or ever near all of the American public. But soon we will. Now, because all the work we've done, we'll have enough vaccine supply for all adults in America by the end of May. You know, it would have been nice for Joseph Robin Biden Jr., the president of these here United States, to have given some credit to the past administration, to have said that the Trump administration did a great job in pushing through the vaccines. And uh, by the way, today we have the announcement that the Novavax vaccine through the clinical trials, through the testing, is showing over 96 percent effectiveness which is just astounding. So that would be, what, four? Four proven vaccines that are going to be available? And they just don't show up. You just don't have the vaccines through trials and then suddenly have hundreds of millions of doses. It just doesn't magically appear. You have to make them. And President Trump did, in fact, push forward and predict that we would have these vaccines by spring. It's not spring yet. If authorized, tens of millions of vaccine doses will be available this month, and we'll get it distributed very quickly. We have that all set, and hundreds of millions more will quickly follow. Every American who wants the vaccine will be able to get the vaccine, and uh, we think by spring we're going to be in a position that uh, nobody would have believed possible just a few months ago. Yeah, by spring. It's not spring yet. It's not spring, but the Biden administration is going to take credit for all of this. All of it. All adult Americans will be eligible to get a vaccine no later than May 1. That's much earlier than expected. Let me be clear. That doesn't mean everyone's going to have that shot immediately, but it means you'll be able to get in line beginning May 1. I'm eligible to win the lottery, too. Does it mean I'm going to win the lottery? No. The wording is always very careful here. Very careful. So that was last night's speech. Uh, Joe Biden did something yesterday, too. He was supposed to sign the big COVID relief bill today. There was supposed to be a big signing ceremony today for this nearly $2 trillion bill, which I I just don't know how this is going to work out other than bankrupting the country. But, you know, we're already $28 trillion in debt. So what's another couple of trillion? It really doesn't matter. Why, why not make it another $10 trillion? I really don't think we should pay China back all, all the money we owe them because uh, they unleashed this virus on us. But he doesn't have the stones to do that, the cojones to do that. I'm mad at this guy. Really mad at him. This bill, which he's now going to go on the road with Kamala Harris, and their spouses, and they're going to sell it to us. And here's your $1,400 that you gave us $6,000 in order for us to give you $1,400. And even a lot of you are not going to get anything. But here's something. Here's some crumbs. John Kennedy, Senator John Kennedy, had some brilliant things to say about the coronavirus bill. 
as he always does. I said the other day that calling this a coronavirus bill is like like uh, calling Harvey Weinstein a, a feminist. Yeah, but wait, there's more. John Kennedy also said this about the coronavirus bill. President Biden says it's a, a coronavirus bill, and uh, my response is right, you know, and the stripper really likes you. And the stripper really likes you. I love his snark. It's really good. Also, yesterday, the Democrat-led House passed a gun bill expanding background checks and then a second gun bill extending the waiting time to buy a gun. And then Senator Feinstein over in that Senate chamber and Chuck Schumer said, well, we're going to have a vote on all this. And Feinstein promised an assault weapons ban. So we're going to talk to uh, John Lott the president of the uh, Crime Prevention Research Center, about what's coming down the pike for the Second Amendment, because there is a whole lot coming down the pike for the Second Amendment. And we all, those of us who are fans of that Second Amendment, should be very nervous about what Democrats have planned. Seriously. Uh, in New York, Governor Cuomo in more hot water. One of the um, complaints against him, the one with the groping, Upstairs in the executive quarters, that uh, complaint apparently has been referred to the Albany police and he might face some sort of arrest, which is kind of kooky, kind of very kooky. We're going to watch as much as we can. You know what? We'll try and get an update on the uh, Derek Chauvin trial. He's the guy on trial for killing George Floyd. Uh, Minneapolis is currently on edge. And we'll talk to Wendy Patrick about jury selection. That's kind of an important story today. And we'll try and get to some of the other stuff as well. So we'll update you on the Second Amendment. We'll update you on what's happening in Minnesota. I've given you as much updates as I can. And there might be some other, you know, weekend silliness in the mix for you. Oh, it's a crazy Friday. Mike Opelka here on the Angie Austin and Mike Opelka Show. Okay, we'll celebrate Friday, I promise you. We will. Trust me. <laughs>